0: Hi, and welcome to EcoGal the Curious Consumer. I'm Ashley. Today in the EcoGal studio with me is Deborah Dickey. She has over 20 years of experience as a professional hairstylist and has trained from New York City to London with Aveda, Tony and Guy, Vidal Sassoon, Vivian McKinder, Ted Gibson, Oscar Bond, and Antoinette Beenders. She worked with Aveda as a professional trainer for seven years, traveling as an educator and platform artist. Hello, Deb, and thanks for being here.
1: Hello, Ashley, and it's great to be here. I'm looking forward to this.
0: Thank you. Me too. Uh, So before we jump in, let me ask you just one of my favorite questions. So what are a few of your core
1: values? Well, I would say definitely uh, truth-telling and... I would say that that plays into my career and into my salon a lot. I am not someone to feed my clients a line of BS. I'm pretty straight shooter, so truth-telling for sure. And I would say another core value is being aware of what's around me, my environment, trying to be careful, trying to not hurt that more than necessary. And that is a very difficult task sometimes. Yeah, it sure is. Those are very commendable.
0: And why I love you. <laughs> I, I Thanks. love your directness. Yeah. Well, so speaking of that, let's just dive in. Cause what I've really wanted to talk to you about is hair color. And, you know, here is something that I think is, you know, I grew up doing perms and then moved into hair color. And I never thought anything about what it was that was actually going on to my hair and how it could affect me. Right. And, you know, discovered later on that it actually um, was really kind of poisoning. And I had this experience where, you know, I had my hair colored and the next morning I woke up and I had burns all over my body. Wow. It had come from the inside out. Wow. Yeah. That's what my doctor said. He goes, I've heard of this, but I'd never seen Uh, it before.
1: I have never seen that before. I mean, obviously I've seen it on the scalp because it was where the color was. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Scary.
0: It is scary. And, you know, I, I, I am sensitive to, you know, chemicals and, you know, scents and things like that. So, um, but that was a wake up call. And I was like, Oh, you know, I just never really thought about really what that was I was putting on my scalp. So, and I know that you have a a different kind of story, but came to, um, you know, Doing color a different way, which is why I wanted to talk to you. So I'd mm-hmm. love to hear what it was for you.
1: Yeah. So um, like you, I'm also sensitive to scents, chemicals. Um, so gosh, now it's been over 10 years ago because I've actually been in the hair industry for over 30 years oh. and, um, and still love it. It's amazing. But about... little over 10 years ago, I started having issues um, with my breathing and I thought I was developing allergies from living in the South. And um, I ended up at at an allergy sinus clinic here in Nashville and was pretty much, um, by the time I left that (laughs) clinic that day, my life had been blown up because I was informed that I had asthma Hmm. caused by my Allergic sensitivities to chemicals, scents, perfumes, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, caused by most likely being a hairdresser. And I mean, they told me right then and there, you have to stop doing hair color. Wow. And I thought, what? Uh, 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 what am I supposed to? Wait, what? I mean, I'm a hair cutter by training with a beta. That's what I always taught. But I love hair color and do a lot of it. So, yeah, so that's what happened Mm. to me. And it just flipped my world inside out, upside down. And that was a really rough time. Oh, I bet. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought my career was over.
0: Yeah. So what did you do next? So
1: um, I panicked. (laughs) (laughs) And took all of this crappy medicine they told me to take, which I never take anything. And, um got online and did my research mm. and started finding out things about the United States chemical, uh, list that is legal to use and compared to the European union's chemical list, which are outlawed, which is a much larger list, things that are outlawed and not able to be used. So I started looking at uh, European color lines and, um, Anyway, since then, because of shifting to a color line that is lower chemical, but still professional and does what it's supposed to do and works wonderful, and I've used several of them through the last 10 years, um, and paying attention to my environment, and if I go to a movie theater, for example, and I sit down and I'm like, ooh, man, that person's loaded down with some cologne or perfume, right? Or even a, 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 a fabric softener sheet in their clothing. I can smell it, right? Right.
0: Too,
1: I could. Oh my God. Okay. So a friend of mine calls it laundry poison. Like when you're out walking yeah. your neighborhood and somebody's pumping that out of the house and it's like, Oh, oh my God, I love that laundry poison.
0: I, oh, I love that too. Cause I could smell yeah. my apartment building. I'm like, Oh, so uh, I'm using, you know, tied or,
1: I, I mean, there's a million questions as to why any of this stuff is actually legal to use in our environment. But anyway, so I have weaned myself off of all medication and, um, that's been years now. As long as I can control my environment, I'm pretty good. Wow. You know? Yeah, I've never had an asthma attack, knock on wood. That's incredible. And yeah, so that color line changed my life, among other things I paid close attention to. But yeah, same as you, Ashley. I never, I was doing my job, right? Yeah. And I was using products that were nicer to the environment. Aveda, John Masters Organics, et cetera but the color line I was using was not as nice to the environment and just doing my job. Right. Not really thinking about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, I I think about the products that I used to use and it's just because my mother used them. Mm. My friends would, you know, and it was just second nature. It was just like, Mm. you know, never put any thought into it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, and especially cleaning products as
1: well. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like my number one cleaning product is vinegar and water and alcohol, (laughs) (laughs) right? Somebody sprayed Windex. Oh my gosh. Somebody sprayed Windex the other day. Oh, it's, it's, it's a, anyway, it doesn't matter who it was. And it took my breath away because of the ammonia in it. I forgot about that. I haven't used it in so freaking long. I was like, wow.
0: Wow. I know. It's like when you're around it all the time, you just don't notice it. And then when you take it out of your life, mm. it's phenomenal. It's like, I remember going to an Airbnb last year for work and I couldn't sleep all night because they had cleaned the sheets. We yep. tied and used the fabric softener, and I
1: it kept me awake all night long. I now actually, for years, because of that exact situation Mm -hmm. because you think about you're laying there for anywhere from five to 10 hours and breathing all that in right right and so when I realized how sensitive I was with that smell I now request before I book something yep I just say I have severe asthma so nobody questions (laughs) and then just ask for unscented everything yeah 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 I do that too Good. And, uh,
0: yeah, because otherwise it's you know why even go? It's a, I want to get my sleep, right? I don't want to yeah. be in a beautiful place and not being yeah. able to rest. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I learned a lot doing that research on color and understanding the chemicals that make up hair color and how they're hormone disruptors. So you know you think a lot about breast cancer in women. Mm. Um, you think about uh, that there are actually Ingredients that can replace those harsh chemicals and still get the job done, and it actually gets the job done much kinder to your hair, leaving your hair in better condition.
0: Yeah, yeah, why wouldn't
1: you want that? Right. Yeah. Soften the hair as opposed to blowing open the cuticle with ammonia, soften it with essential oils and conditioners and to open the cuticle as long? yeah. I actually have found um, that it lasts longer because that ammonia is not blowing open the cuticle. Then the cuticle has to fight to close back down to keep the color inside. Mm -hmm. So if you're gently opening the cuticle, it doesn't have to fight so hard. And reds especially, which have a a different size color molecule, slip out of the hair easy. And it's amazing how much longer they last with the original mineral that I use. Yeah. So,
0: so what is the the company
1: that you use at this time? So my color line right now is out of Australia and it's called O and M original mineral. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've been in your studio, obviously though. I still can't put color on my scalp. I'm not comfortable with that. Right. That's why
1: we do it in foil. Yeah.
0: Right. There's, you know, uh, glad that I can still do something and, uh, but I love not having that smell. Like I used to get such a mm. headache, you know, which, oh. I, you know, these are signals, right? And I just, it's funny how I would reason it, you know, I, sure. I, would, I would reason it to something else rather than, oh, I come in and I get my hair done and I leave with a headache each time.
1: Yeah, yeah. That is like the biggest compliment. Well, w- one of the biggest compliments I get over the last, gosh, I've been using a low chemical professional color line for over 12 years now. And I remember, especially my clients that knew what I used before, mm-hmm. they would come in and say, wow, your salon doesn't smell like a salon anymore, Deborah. I was like, right? <laughs> Isn't that awesome and amazing? Yeah. And so now people just yeah. look for me because, or someone who does that, low chemical because there are so many more people developing sensitivities and being more aware. Of course.
0: Yeah, that's true. And so, when your clientele came over, I mean, so the, I mean, they stayed with you, not came over, but mm-hmm. when they stayed with you, did you educate them, or did you
1: just start using it? And oh, yeah, I had to educate them actually because. Okay, so you. Know, this is like twelve years ago, right? Right. Nobody's walking around wearing face masks then like we are today. I actually purchased a box of N95 face masks, which were really easy to get back then. Because I, when I first had that diagnosis, I started working in one of those because I was so worried about getting sicker, Hmm. even though I'd shifted my color line. So I was worried I was going to lose clients because they were going to think I was using, oh, it was just, you know, something super dangerous. It was awful. And my clients were were lovely. So I had to educate them because they walked into me wearing an <laughs> N95 <laughs> mask. <laughs> so, and everyone was lovely and totally understood and were, were grateful to shift with me into something that was safer. Oh, right. For everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so- Do you get people walking in that have been looking for low chemical?
1: Absolutely. That's every phone call. Well, not every, of course, you know, you have referrals from your other clients, but um, I now definitely get more phone calls from folks who have found me online because they were looking for a safer choice.
0: And so how yeah. would someone, so I was just thinking about that because if someone Googles, you know, safer choice, you don't always know that you're going to find somebody who's got integrity or has the same quality of, uh, standard of quality as you do. So right. what, you know, what are some questions
1: that would be good to um, ask? Yeah. Like for the client to ask if they, yes. when, yeah. Yeah. When okay. they're looking, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one thing, um, when folks, because I always ask my new clients, you know, how did you find me? And they're like, oh, online. And um, usually they will say, I saw your Google reviews. Okay. Hmm. So, you know, when I have a client that's really happy or or just whatever, you know, I, I ask them, if you have time, can you please write a review? And um, most of those those folks do. So the Google reviews really help. So that if you have known nothing about me, you can at least see what other people are saying, right? Um, I don't trust Yelp. I haven't trusted Yelp in years. I don't use Yelp anymore. So, and that's another story, but whatever. Um, The questions that I would ask is, you know, you you need to, well, I actually think that the client needs to pay attention to the questions that I'm asking, that the stylist is asking them. Because I always ask them about you know, what have you been doing in the past with your hair color and cut? What, what is your hair looking like now? You know, if you have a, if you're talking to a stylist who is not inquisitive about this new person, mm-hmm. forget it, right? You yeah. need to be interested in what you're doing. So, um, and then, then as a client, you could ask a couple of questions about the color line to see if your colorist really knows what she's doing, you know, ask about ingredients. How is it different? You know, how is it safer? That kind of questioning, I think, would be good.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And is are there some chemicals that uh, would be good to know about to stay away from?
1: Yes, sure. Well, ammonia, you know, everyone's pretty aware of ammonia. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's others, you know, it's not just ammonia. And resorcinol is a big one because it is um, a hormone disruptor, a known hormone disruptor. And it's toxic to wildlife. So, you know, washing down the drain, all of that. Um, another one that that some people can cause skin irritation, and I'm wondering if maybe you had an allergic reaction to this in that experience, is PPDs. So PPDs. So that is not in my color line either because so many people have skin reactions to that. Um, it's like a you know a contact dermatitis thing. So yeah, PPDs, resorcinol, ammonia; those would be the top ones. To make sure you're not dealing with. Good to know. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: and I wonder if those are like the those forever chemicals that you hear about.
1: Oh, right, that stick around in your body forever.
0: Yeah, that or, really stick around in the
1: environment. They just yeah, they just don't yeah go away. Um, I don't know, but I imagine since. One of the things I found out about resourcenol was toxic to wildlife. makes mm-hmm. me wonder if it is a forever. Mm-hmm. And do they allow that one in the United Kingdom? I don't believe so, but don't quote me on that. It's it's They could. Um, in the United Kingdom, I'm not sure. You know what? I do believe, though, that that was or in a Europe. European line because I didn't use one certain color line because resourcenol was in it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh. And I think they were from Italy. Ah,
0: uh. Boy, I mean, that is just such a red flag to me. Well, and it's just unnecessary. It's so unnecessary to use that ingredient. Well, there, right? Yeah. Yeah. If there's something that works just as good or better, why would we want to do something that we know isn't good for ourselves and the environment, like you said? Exactly. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, this has been super informative. um, And I would love to know how people could find you if they are in Nashville. Sure.
1: Um, My website is Sweet7 Organic Salon. So that is S W E E T, like candy, and seven, (laughs) like the number spelled out, S E V E N, Organic Salon. Yeah. And you can find my website. Well, that is great. Mm
0: -hmm. I think, you know, I, I think once you begin to understand, you know, that
1: especially if you can smell the toxic. Oh gosh. Aspect. And also on my website, there is a link to, um, the companies that I use. So if you know, you wanted more information about original mineral or the mm-hmm. OA hair products, I use any of that. It's on there. There's links. Oh, that's great. And you also have some yeah.
0: good shampoos I know as well. So mm-hmm. I like the fact that you source. Yes.
1: Yes. Love to good sourcing. Yes. I know.
0: Right. So important. I think that, you know, I think that's how you were able to find a good product. Um, Well, again, thanks for your time today, Deb. Sure. That was fun. Yeah, I'm really grateful that uh, you're here in Nashville and that you're taking good care of us. Thank you. So until soon. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Sharing the show or an episode that really resonated with you, with friends or on social media, is always appreciated. For podcast updates, please subscribe at ecogal.tv forward slash subscribe. Graphic elements and logos, courtesy of Linda Cornelius. Audio editing by Danielle Mikesell. Our theme music was created by Taylor Pye. You can find us on Instagram at ecogal.tv. We appreciate your support and we value your time and energy. So we hope you found this useful and of value. Thank you for listening see you back here soon. And until then, stay curious.